Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Goldie on Ice podcast. I am Steve Goldstein, play-by-play television announcer for the Florida Panthers. We talk everything Panthers and NHL here on the podcast. The podcast would not be possible without our sponsors, so we do want to thank them and advise you as you listen to this podcast to not only spread the word, download, subscribe to your friends, uh, but also take a few moments to listen to our sponsor's message. Ken Morris and the Morris Southeast Real Estate Group, Orion of ONA Job Site Solutions, the Sides Foundation, Dave Lister runs it, and it's the fight against pediatric cancer, and BNT Windows. They do a great job with impact windows, so get in touch with Tom and the guys at BNT Windows. We wrap up what was a, uh, you can pick a lot of adjectives, uh, a wild, crazy, unprecedented, and really great uh, Florida Panthers season. Unfortunately, came up short in that first round series against Tampa Bay. Thought the Lightning uh, really proved, and they proved it last year when they won the Stanley Cup, but they proved what experience means. Um, I think they proved what goaltending is. We all knew that, so they didn't have to prove that. Goaltending means, and, you know, just having a team that's as talented as they are, and having a defense that um, uh, has a little bit of everything. You know, they're big, they're mobile for the most part, and they have players back there on their blue line that can beat you in any way. They, they can play any game you want. So, you know, it was, a, it was a real good series. I clearly thought the series was lost in the first couple of games at home, uh, particularly in the game one where the Panthers had that lead and let it get away in the third period. They were so good all year at protecting leads um, in the third period. Uh, but there were so many flashes during the series that were, were encouraging. Um, you know, from Huberdeau is the best I've ever seen Jonathan Huberdeau play. I thought there was an intensity to his game. There was a, a bite, a grind to his game. And I really think they've found perhaps a long-term centerman for him. Um, as Tampa showed again, you have to have two great lines at least, but two really you know impact lines in order to go far in the playoffs and win the Stanley Cup. And you know you could start to see the makings are there. Um, you know this is besides contracts and how you work everything out long term. Uh, but you know Barkov, for the most part, whoever plays with him um, plays really well. We've seen this for years, and now you gave Huberdeau Sam Bennett. And certainly it looks like in a top six mix at some level, uh, you have Carter Verhage, um, you, you have, I think, Owen Tippett. If he's not top six, top nine, he's proven that, that he's right in there. Uh, so there's some encouraging signs from, from that standpoint. Uh, but I clearly think defensively, the Panthers, you know, you saw the game in game six, you saw the game two, um, you saw it throughout the season. They still aren't quite there in my mind of being comfortable and being able to win a one nothing or 2-1 to one game. Uh, Tampa's very comfortable in those games. Um, it is too bad, I know a lot of people have said this, that they did draw Tampa in the first round. Not that Carolina would have been an easier matchup, but I, you know, I said this to many people in that, down the last month of the season, you know, who'd you rather play? I think Tampa, not Carolina, because Carolina won the season series from the Panthers, and the Panthers won the season series from Tampa. I said, hang on, be careful what you wish for. You never want to play the best goalie in the world and the best defenseman in the world in the playoffs. And 
taking nothing away from Carolina, a great team, and I'm not sure if the Panthers would have won that series. But, you know, Carolina doesn't have Victor Hedman and Andre Vasilevsky <laughs> and all the experience that that team has had. You know, they didn't only win the Stanley Cup last year. They've been almost for a decade knocking on the door, going through these playoff series, going through numerous uh, playoff disappointments. In 2016 and 2018, they actually lost leads of 3-2. to two. And that's why I thought the first two games were so big because you go down 3-1 and Tampa's never lost a series when they're up 3-1. And the percentages, I mean, it, it, it's 9% in the league that teams win series when they go down 3-1. So I, I just thought when you put yourself in that situation where there's no margin for error against the team that good, it just gets really tough. And in game six, hey, I thought the Panthers brought everything they could. Um, again, you know, a play at the net defensively, you know, they didn't do the job. I mean, Tyler Johnson wins a foot race and Pat Maroon's there alone. And the second straight game against Spencer Knight where they score on the first shot on goal. Uh, you're not going to win many playoff games against great teams like that. Uh, but they still kept on coming. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, the Stamkos shot. Hey, that's what happens when you play a great team. They had to be, you know, you know they weren't far off in, in game six. They had to be a little bit smarter. They had to be a little bit tighter. And, you know, it's a play here, a play there. I mean, Tampa gets that play at the net. They score. Um, you know, Sam Bennett takes the penalty on Savard. They score. And you hoped in the third maybe they could get one. They came out in the third period. Uh, I thought they stormed the net really well, and they just couldn't beat the guy. They couldn't get enough bodies to the net. That's the other part of the reason why he's so good. I mean, he's great on his own. But also, with that D, that, I mean, these guys are all 6'2", 6 6'3", 2, 6 220 pounds. It's not easy to get to the net. You know, we could say, hey, you got to get to the net, get more traffic. Well, Tampa, Tampa Bay is not the Stanley Cup champs and hasn't been in these deep playoff runs for many years now um, because they let you get there. You know, it's not easy to get there. Um, so that's an area where, you know, I think in the offseason with Bill Zito, uh, you know, defensively, I still think the Panthers could use more in the blue line. We'll see how the whole blue line shuffles, shuffles up and shakes out. You know, you got guys that are still under contract. Um, not sure if they re-sign Brandon Montour. Um, so they got some things to, to sort out there, but clearly the step Mackenzie Weger took this year was a real good one, and now he's got a taste of what it's like in the playoffs. Um, it's a shame Aaron Ekblad wasn't healthy for this series because obviously he's the Panthers' best defenseman, and I think he would have made a difference. I think he, you know, I don't know how much more they could have scored in the power play. Power play was excellent, but, um, you know, overall play. I mean, you know, Aaron Ekblad was a big loss. Uh, for for this Panther team. Um, Forsling was a great revelation this year. I think, you know, based on the season and even the playoffs, he's a legitimate top four, top three guy. So that's really encouraging. Um, and how the goaltending situation sorts itself out, you know, that's going to be, uh, I don't I think I'll use the word fascinating to to watch. I always thought Spencer Knight, when he was coming out of college, assuming all year that he was going to sign with the Panthers, I thought a full year or most of a year, at least in the AHL, based on what he did this year, you know, is Spencer Knight the once every 25-year goaltender that can come right in? Based on what you saw, not only in his ability, but in his demeanor, which is more important, I think, than the ability for a guy that age as far as do you, do you need more seasoning? You know, very often players need to go to the AHL, you know, to learn how to be a pro and and all those types of things. A lot of, you know, some of it's off ice, maturity, 
Um, it doesn't appear from what everybody says, and Joel Quenville is a, you know, is a real credible source that Spencer Knight really needs that. So it's going to be fascinating to see how the whole situation shakes out. Uh, we know what's gone on with Sergei Bobrovsky. Chris Drieger is an unrestricted free agent. So once again, if you thought at last offseason was very busy for uh, the new general manager, Bill Zito, and that Panther hockey staff, well, this offseason is going to be uh, every bit as busy or more trying to figure all these things out. Uh, I thought some young players showed some promise. I know Joel Quentinville had you know, praise a lot for Alexi Heponiemi. Um, in the playoffs, he took the warm-up a few times, um, so he was clearly a big part of this team. Um, I didn't see Denisenko um, after the regular season too much, so I didn't know if he got hurt. I remember he blocked a shot in that last game of the season against the Lightning, um, but Denisenko's another guy that proved that you know there's some play there. Um, so there's a little bit of depth with some of those young players. Uh, you wonder if Bill Zito uses any of the assets that he has and makes some trades. And are they comfortable putting, you know, one or two of those young guys in the lineup next year? Uh, obviously, this year, Owen Tippett took a very nice step in his overall game and got the trust uh, of the coaching staff um, and certainly played better uh, without the puck and defensively and all those things. And as you can see, there is some, um, you know, there's a good amount of just raw, natural offensive ability in Owen Tippett's game. And again, another guy where these playoffs are going to help him. So it was, uh, you know, a crazy season as far as 56 games. And, you know, we all know what was going on with COVID. Uh, the Panthers did a great job, by the way, with COVID. I think Anthony Duclair missed one game. He was in the protocol. Nobody knows why. Obviously, he didn't contract COVID because he would have been out longer. And that was it. So the dedication the players showed and the whole staff, you know, the medical staff and the training staff, um, they really did a heck of a job uh, through this pandemic and hopefully next year obviously we all hope everything is back to normal as far as the fans uh i've never seen the bbnt center even when it was more at capacity as loud as it was in game five and as loud as it was for one player um that arena has never gone that crazy for one single guy uh, maybe back when pavel Bure was there um would be close but when spencer knight was introduced and Spencer Knight made those flurry of saves in the first period on Tampa's power play. And then that big save, um, I think it was on Colton when the game was still 2-1. Um, that place was rocking. So it's great to see everybody was so into this season and playoff run from the media to the fans. Um, it was really great to see South Florida become a hockey, a hockey region. And, uh, you know, clearly with Vinny Viola, uh, and the ownership that the Panthers have, um, obviously 100% committed. They've always spent the money on the, on the players, um, you know, and coach. Um, you know, th they want to win. And this season was a real good, I'm even going to call it a second step, because I thought last year um, was a step. Um, you know, the team was better. Didn't end well in the bubble. Uh, but I thought this year was a real good step. And the fact that they um, went out and got Radko Gudis and Patrick Hornquist, I think those two guys in particular really changed the culture on this team. Uh, Hornquist was exactly what this team needed, a real leader, a competitor, and his competitive nature, um, and Gudis as well, I think rubs off on other players. And um, they got a real good, real good group there. So 
want to thank you for supporting on the podcast. We'll be back all summer long with podcasts. Please subscribe. Uh, leave your comments. Uh, thanks to our producer, Brett Markowitz, as always. And uh, take a few minutes, please, a few moments, and listen to messages from our, from our sponsors. Without them, it would not be possible. Appreciate all your support this season. And uh, we'll talk to you really in a, few, in, a, in a little while here on the podcast. We'll have some podcast updates on the Stanley Cup playoffs and the Cup. And, of course, uh, it's going to be, as it always is, an off-season of transactions and moves, and we'll keep you updated on all that. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and Morris Southeast Group. We appreciate Ken being a supporter of the podcast right from the beginning. Now, for all you folks out there, if you own commercial real estate, if you're looking to lease or purchase, call Ken. He represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. 954-240-4400. That's 954 954- 240-4400 for Ken Morris. He's a class guy, a straight shooter, qualified and knowledgeable. He's the type of guy you want to do business with. And he's a South Florida guy with a great reputation. Again, it's Ken Morris and his group, which does an outstanding real estate job. 954-240-4400. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer, to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of SIDES and does so much for those families. So, I encourage you to help out. Check out Sides on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Uh, everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954-594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the Sides Foundation. Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and ONA today at 954-922-8660. Online, it's onamanagementgroup.com. They also handle hauling if you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material. They handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management.